Hello and welcome to Wise Women Wednesdays. My name is Jennifer Regular and I am the sole illuminator at Lighting the Path and also your host of the show. This is where I get to bring these incredible and amazing women from all around the world to share their journey, their inspiration and wisdom to help you become who you came here to be and do what you came here to do. Today, my guest is Michelle Marguerite Marquez, and she is an author, leader, and change consultant, a thinking partner, and a special advisor to clients who play a big game and who are serious about creating a huge impact in the world. Her clients include leaders who are led by their integrity, vision, and purpose. Her bold, fierce approach to coaching supports the kind of clients who you would not maybe believe that need to change their thinking. Her current mission is driven by a deep desire to help hundreds of thousands of people this year with their free Mindset Mastery Summit, which includes 34 amazing leaders sharing their experience and wisdom. Her personal big picture is to impact 1 billion women around the globe. Her plans include helping to end child marriage and ensure millions of girls are able to continue their education. Her company's transformative mission is starting schools with the primary focus on two things, quality education and reduced inequalities. So this award-winning influential leader, life design consultant, and special advisor to philanthropists, change makers, pioneers, and rebels, and an ICF certified training coach, joins me today from Barbados to talk about reinventing yourself. Welcome, Michelle. Wow, what a fantastic journey that you've been on and so much that you're offering to the world. And what an honor it is to have you here with me today. Oh, Jennifer, thank you so much for such an amazing introduction. Like, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, wow, this person sounds amazing. <laughs> right? And it's so well-deserved, but it's true. We don't have to look at ourselves the same way that others perceive us. You know, we kind of just show up every day and, and try to make a difference and try to influence others. And I'm curious how this became such a passion for you. What lit your path? Oh gosh. Uh, so I grew up in Scotland in, in, a, in a town called Glasgow. And we had, um, it was quite an interesting way of growing up. The streets were quite violent. So mm -hmm. I, was, I was taught to take care of myself and stand my ground and, you know, and never back down. That, that kind of situation so I grew up tough you know but I, I guess I grew up with a lot of scars and a lot of healing to do right um I was sexually abused at the age of 10 mm. so that that really is the reason behind my my personal mission and it's the reason why I I focus on women helping women change their lives and creating a life that fits them I've, I've had an interesting journey. I've been through probably everything that a human being could put themselves through. Really? <laughs> in my earlier adulthood and, you know. So when it comes to my coaching, there really isn't very much that I, I don't identify with, with my clients, you know, the issues mm -hmm. that they face in their life because I've gone through it or I've experienced some part of it, right? So that's what drives me really. It's I've come through a massive amount of healing, found my way and created a life that fits me. 
stepped fully into who I am and what I believe I was, I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely wouldn't live any other way. Jennifer is just, ugh. when, when someone changes an aspect of their life or their whole life for that matter, and you see them bloom and you see, I always like to say the lights come on behind yes. the eyes. Yes. Right? Yes. Ugh. What, what <laughs> an amazing feeling, right? I mean, there's no better feeling in the world No, exactly. And that's actually my definition of success is when I see that sparkle come back in someone's eyes, you know, that that's success for me. Yes. And having that inspiration. And I love how you said about, um, about your journey and how mentally strong you become having to endure all of that and that you've experienced all of that. And when you are exposed to the people that you serve in your coaching practice, there isn't anything maybe that hasn't touched your life in some way. And I find it very true that we can only take people as far as we've come and you've come so far. And I'm sure that you're doing that for hundreds and thousands of others too, because of that. Yeah. You know, I, it, really, it really lives on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On purpose and being who they were put on this earth to be, right? Mm-hmm. I find that there's so many people, especially women, who are really fearful of stepping into the power that's within them because each and every single one of us has power mm-hmm. inside us, right? And, and I find that women have three core shadow beliefs. I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, and I'm not lovable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, and that, for me, breaking past that block and, and those kinds of beliefs and seeing potential in someone that they often don't see for themselves, right, is, oh, it's just incredible, absolutely incredible. Everyone should be a coach because you guys, you don't get, you don't know what we get to experience, right? <laughs> oh. It's true. You know, in previous roles, I was a counselor of many different sorts and working with many different populations. And then, of course, having my own experience as well. Both sides of the desk, we would call it sometimes. You know, we've been we've been on both ends and I got tired of working the role to role way of relating and being constricted in the systems and the organizations that don't really support growth, but support people the best they can to just continue to survive, you know. And I really need to move beyond that and really wanted to help inspire and empower people, but from a soul-centered approach. So meeting people soul to soul. And like you say, you're seeing that light come back in their eyes. That's what you get to experience as a coach when you're with someone heart to heart and being fully present with them and being able to experience the transformation that happens within that presence when you're with someone allowing them to be seen and heard and understood you know and uh, being able to share and then having that soul-to-soul approach you get to help people tap into their spiritual sovereignty which I find is the best way to reclaim so that you can override imposter syndrome or any self-doubt or judgment because you see yourself already as having everything you need and what's perfect and focusing on more what's strong rather than what's wrong, which is what sounds like helped you survive and thrive for all that you had gone through. Is that right? 
Yeah, I, I, I've become very, very good at taking the dark chapters of my life and turning it into fuel for me to thrive and move forward and also helping other people turn that into fuel to move forward. Like you say, it's it's a soul to soul level, right? It's mm -hmm. when, I mean, we go deep. We, in my coaching practice, we go deep with my clients, you know? You, you become actually quite, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intensely, almost intimately, involved in their life you know it's an yeah. honor to go through that journey mm -hmm. absolutely I, I, when you go through that journey with someone you're also growing yourself so that mental toughness is, is definitely something that I have developed over the years and it's certainly something that everybody can actually develop right it's mm -hmm. it's open to all of us it's all it's already inside of us we just need to harness it so yeah, mental toughness was something, I, I guess it was drilled into me. Like I say, my we grew up being told, never back down, don't show fear, don't let anyone get the upper hand, don't let anyone see a weakness in you because then they'll target you and then they'll, and it really, was. it's, it's not dra dramatized. It really was like that every single day. You know, we'd walk down the street and you didn't know whether you were going to be confronted by a gang of teenagers that would just beat you up or so I became very very good at talking my way out of situations <laughs> <laughs> not a violent person I mean I will stand up for myself I, well, I used to stand I would have stood up for myself it was required but most of the time I realized that if I could talk my way out of it and I could try and reason and I could just you know um I guess sell myself <laughs> nine times out of ten I would walk away you know without having an issue in that situation and again that's it, it every single experience in your life you can change that into a strength that helps you you thrive because I really truly believe that we go through what we're meant to go through life happens for us not to us right yes and had I not gone through all of those situations that gives me this mental toughness and gives me this edge and boldness and character of, of who I am I wouldn't be able to impact people the way that I that I can impact them I have yeah. a very innate ability to see potential in another person yes and then draw out of them most of the time they say oh, not me not I'm, that's not me and I say yeah it is you know and I go I'm not afraid to go deep with them and negotiate and talk you know because I became a master at communication so and you view that like people would say well how do you equate that to being a master of communication well Instead of fighting with people and, and being violent, I learned to communicate the fact that I didn't want to <laughs> or that they shouldn't, right? Yes, yes. That makes you a master communicator. I'm wondering how you were able to get in touch with your emotions then and that healing when you weren't allowed to show your vulnerability or wasn't safe to show your vulnerability and you had to show up with this mental toughness and this mental strength and that mindset mastery to, to be able to 
masterfully communicate your way through these situations. How did the healing process begin for you where you were able to tap into your emotional strength and vulnerability? Yeah, that that was a tough one for me. Mm. That was a, a real healing journey, <laughs> I have to say, Jennifer. I I realized I I becoming very mentally tough, I was also emotionally removed a lot of the time because you have that barrier. You have to protect you're in such a a, a fight or flight mode constantly all the time. Mm. So in order to have that healing. I had to learn to actually love the real true me underneath because I would hate that a lot, this playful, jovial, you know, fun character. I would hate, I would mask that a lot, right? And and people would tell me, oh, you know, you're too loud or you're too opinionated or you're too bold or you're too this. So for a long, long time, it was like, and that's why I help people reinvent themselves, right? Because for a long time, I was masking a lot of who I actually am inside in order to present this really tough, cold <laughs> front to people, right? And I would say the beginning of that journey was learning that I really needed to learn to love myself. And that's, that's another aspect of why I do what I do, because... We are worthy, we are lovable, and we are absolutely fine the way we are inside as we are, right? So that was a journey for me, learning. And of course, um, you know, no sales pitch here, but my book is actually Rebel Women, Bearing My Battle Wounds and Learning to Love the Scars, right? Mm. And that's exactly the journey, you know? It, it was, here's my battle wounds, and I actually now love these scars and now love these parts of myself. And it was kind of like just saying to that inner child, I, I love you as you are. You don't need to protect me anymore. You don't need to be this fierce side. You can go to sleep. You can, you know, I can take over now. I, this is all good. I got it, right? And that, that's, that became a real beautiful journey of actually expressing myself fully without the fear of what people thought of my boldness or my loudness or my... <laughs> whatever the case might be and really being true to who I am you know it, it was that was a major turning point that was the turning point of my life learning to love myself and just saying hey world here I am this is me I am enough in fact it's actually tattooed on my arm I am enough oh wow right? yeah exactly as I am exactly as I appear in the world right and you see it there as a constant reminder of that yeah. power, the healing transformation that happens, which is healing is really about rebalancing and being, yeah. like you say, true to yourself and then loving that, embracing who you are, having that self-love and self-compassion and staying true to yourself, not listening to people who were uncomfortable with your opinions or your boldness or something that, you know, they couldn't relate to or or find comfort in, but it didn't have to change the way you were operating in this yeah. world, right? And you got a chance to write about all of that and then make it public and then inspire so many others too that are looking for yeah. a way, 
Yeah. Yeah. The vision behind the book. I mean, I tell the story in the book, my story and how I healed, how I overcame the obstacles that Mm. have been sent my way and how they, how the reader can do it for themselves. But the bigger vision for the book, Jennifer, is that women will share it with each other. Mm-hmm. And I've left some blank pages in the back because my vision is that women will write a note to the next woman that they want to impact, pass the book along. And eventually the book will, it, it's more than my story. It will become more than my story. It will become a love letter of co-elevation and co creation and impact and and it will take on a whole life of itself mm-hmm. and I envision the book being a little bit worn you know like and the the space will have run out and people will have started sticking notes you know and it will just keep getting passed along that's how I see it and it will become this a much bigger impact than than it was ever about me right wow I love that what an amazing message in book and then it carries on you know and you just keep spreading the love and spreading the inspiration and the joy and wow that's incredible I absolutely love that what a brilliant idea thank you truly beautiful so tell us more about reinventing yourself so if we are enough why would we even want to reinvent ourselves? okay so We are enough, of course, as we are. But the reason we reinvent ourselves is because we have the limiting beliefs that tell us we can't be that person that we need to be in order to create the life we want. Mm -hmm. You know, again, going into my past, I was constantly told, oh, you know, you come from Glasgow. People that come from here don't do the kinds of things that you want to do with your life. You won't be able to achieve these big dreams and these, you know, And luckily for me, I always knew there was something more, even though inside me, even though I hadn't identified it yet and I hadn't really quite um, got my head around it, I knew that there was something there. But for a lot of people, they don't, right? They haven't identified that there's that gift inside of them. So the reason they reinvent themselves is they, they, they would decide the life they want to live, right? That's They have a vision for the life that they want to live that fits them, that is the way they want their life to be. And then look at who they need to identify themselves as in order to create that. So you're not really changing who the core of you is. In fact, you're never changing who the core of you is. But you are stepping into that person that the world requires you to be in order to really create what you want. And that can be anything. People always think, oh, well, you know, oh, that's fine if you want a big fancy house and you want lots of money and you want it. It doesn't have to be about that. It can be whatever way you want your life to be. Then who do you need to bring out from inside in order to make that fit what you want, right? And it's, you know, people think they need to change their identity. It's the, it, The whole side of that is actually changing how you think about who you are and what you're capable of. And once you think and identify that, then you can shift your life in the most miraculous ways. The absolute, once you really understand that you have a really powerful being inside of you and you can create 
the way you want to create, ah, it, it, it's, it's just, yeah. I always say the sky looks bluer, the grass looks greener, everything just looks more abundant and vivid. And it's just beautiful. Once you really see who you are inside and you step into that, it's magic, magic happens. <laughs> You're right. You you light up from the inside out. And that's why the world looks so much brighter because you're really shining in your light and you're doing what you love and your true self emerges from that. And I love that because it's it's really aligned actually with the similar framework that I use about living your passion. Only I see passion um, a little differently where you break up the word it's pass I on. And that I is your soul's expression of who you truly are and really embracing your full potential and passing that on in this lifetime. And that might not necessarily, like you say, mean like the million dollar home or have this grandiose kind of job that everybody kind of looks up to you for. It's the kind of thing that gets talked about at the celebration of life at funerals. And I've been to a lot of those. And you really hear what people say about the people that have have gone on and it's really touching to know you know what they remember about the relationship for example or the special meal that they cooked or you know there was something about them that you just know them for that's that's how you remember yeah. them that's your spiritual energy their soul's essence and when you get in touch with that that filters through anything that you're doing, no matter what type of job or parenthood or anything that you're doing or volunteering, it comes through that way when you can get really in touch with yourself. And I loved when you spoke to Michelle about your capabilities, what you're capable of. Because the more we can tap into what you're capable of, then you build the capacity for being able to thrive and take in more of life and more to experience as we yeah. master this human experience that we can yeah. have, right? Yeah. And Jennifer, you're absolutely right. You touched on the exact point there. The more we gain the capacity, right? Because the more you push yourself just a tad outside, and it doesn't have to be a huge amount outside your comfort zone, 1%, 2%, 3%, right? Mm -hmm. Outside, the more you grow, the more you gain confidence, the more you get capacity. And it's it's actually quite extraordinary how much we're capable of. Yes. Once we just start going that little, that little bit into discomfort, you know, I always tell my clients, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Yes, absolutely. You do. Yeah. And little by little, like you say, it doesn't have to be a gigantic leap unless you're ready to do that power to you for most of the time it's very subtle shifts just moving outside a little by little and that's how the expansion happens and the elevation happens you really elevate your life and what I like when you talked about growth too is when you get outside of that comfort zone then you get to enter your growth zone yes it's a whole new way that's of being the, that's <laughs> the only way to enter your growth zone isn't it Jennifer yes that's the only way you mm -hmm. cannot be growing if you're staying in this little this little square that you're used to where everything's familiar, right? Yes. You've got to move outside of what's familiar and really build that that muscle, build that capacity. And it's extraordinary that, you know, the biggest myth is that people think it takes 
these massive big leaps and massive big amounts of, of action. And it really doesn't. It takes tiny steps upon tiny steps upon tiny steps in a very consistent, intense, you know, intentional way. Mm-hmm. And then you look back after a month and you're like, wow, how did that change? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly just like when I was reading your bio it's like wow I did all that I did you know (laughs) yes the growth happened oh I have to be able to take this huge action and I have to be able to completely trans no you have to commit to what you the person you want to be and what you want to create in the world Mm -hmm. that's it and then take consistent action to get there yeah, just focusing on where you want to go and who you want to be Yeah, as well and keep showing up as that person. Yeah, and you mentioned imposter syndrome earlier. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I just thought I meant to chime in on that. Oh, imposter yeah. Imposter syndrome is something I actually tell my clients not to try and fix and never to let go of. Uh-huh. And I know that seems counterintuitive, but the way mm-hmm. I use imposter syndrome is it tells me that I'm in the right rooms, right? It tells me that I'm around the right circle of people. It tells me that I'm doing big enough things in my life. Ah. Because if I don't feel like a slight imposter in the, the, the circles that I'm moving in, in the projects I'm involved in or whatever, then I'm not doing it big enough, right? If I'm the most intelligent or most interesting person in the room, yeah then I ought to be an imposter right (laughs) I love that yes the way I teach my clients is to harness imposter syndrome not Mm -hmm. fix it Uh uh-huh again it goes back to harnessing the dark chapters using everything as fuel I really focus on using it as fuel when you're nervous to go into a, a situation or you're slight first of all it means it's important and secondly, it's keeping you just outside that comfort zone yes. all the time. Mm. You can go in rooms with wealthier people, people that are more intelligent than you, people that are doing bigger things than you. And that is fantastic. That is the best place to live. Yes. <laughs> Actually. Yes. And that makes so much sense because it even coincides with the law of physics. As we gain momentum, there's resistance. So quite often when we are moving ahead and we're exactly where we need to be, we might notice some pushback, right? Some resistance, some self-doubt or so-called imposter syndrome show up because we are moving in the right direction. And it's desire is on the other side of fear. Yes. That's how I it. Desire is on the other side of fear. Mm. And your brain doesn't know the difference, actually. In Mm -hmm. neuroscience, your brain, we could be nervous about something we can be excited about it, right? Yes. We still feel the butterflies in our stomach. We still get short of breath. We still kind of panic and clench up. It's exactly the same, right? So when you're in that situation where you're feeling nervous or you're feeling like an imposter, the way to harness that is to tell your brain you're excited. I am so excited to go out and speak on this stage. I'm so excited to go and meet these other more accomplished people than me I'm so excited you know I can't wait to have this meeting I can't wait because you're again like I say your brain doesn't know the difference whether you're afraid or excited 
So you might as well tell it you're excited because yes. the result is going to be better. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. I love that. And it's such a great way to think about that and have that perspective and to step into it with excitement rather than nervousness because it does light up the exact same part of our brain and having curiosity too helps to move beyond the fear when you can flip that switch and I'm curious I wonder what this will be about I wonder what's going to happen what else is possible you know and not get caught up in the fear but rather curiosity and wonder and and approaching it from that place so I love everything about you Michelle (laughs) (laughs) and I know everyone listening or watching today is probably thinking the same thing so how would they get in touch with you oh that's easy it's uh Michelle Marguerite Marquez.life that's my website and you can also find me on social media exactly the same name Michelle Marguerite Marquez and yeah join my free intention I community Come and have a look at some of the challenges I'm doing or, you know, book a free session. Come and just see what you might be capable of. Uh, Thank you so much for that invitation. And I'll have all the links down below in the show notes for everyone, too. Is there any other wisdom that you'd like to share with us today? Oh, any other wisdom? I would say just, you know, to anyone who wants to really step into a fuller version of them learn to just really trust that you are the person that is capable of anything you put your mind to Mm. absolutely anything you put your mind to you can achieve it for sure and just believe in yourself and no matter what anyone else tells you just keep going one tiny step upon one tiny step on one tiny step and you'll eventually get there yes just be willing to take that next step wonderful thank you so very much michelle it's been an absolute honor and delight having you here today thank you so much for having me i've loved this conversation i could talk to you all day jennifer oh i know absolutely and we may just have you on again And I also want to thank each and every one of you that have been listening and watching with us today and joining us in the conversation. You can, too. Share your comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you again next time on Wise Women Wednesdays. Bye for now.